here's a message from Ken Lavica. One of the most pointless rules in sports reared its ugly head again last night. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Stone, let's not waste any time. I want to hear the play that has everybody aghast, everybody furious, everybody upset. The old fumble through the end zone into touchback, into defense, gets the ball. The second quarter last night, Eagles-Vikings on Amazon Prime. Justin Jefferson, all-world wide receiver, battling from the five to try and get into the end zone, and the ball pops loose. This is what everybody, including Theo Dorsey, is Head over heels upset about this is the Justin Jefferson play. Cousins hanging in. Cousins deep. And it's pulled in. And the ball comes out. But he is out of bounds at the as they drop in at the half. And Al Michaels had no idea what was going on last night. It ended up being ruled a fumble. Uh, through the side of the end zone, touchback Eagles get the ball. That would have been a go-ahead score if the Vikings could have finished it off, and the Eagles rolled from there. And joining us now to talk about that and many other things, a guest so momentous, we take them right in the opening moments of our show on Friday. It is our NFL insider, former Jets GM, Dolphins on-field boss, Mike Tannenbaum, every single Friday here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Mike, the, the touchback rule when you fumble through the end zone is it to you the dumbest most pointless rule in sports absolutely good to be with you guys um it's really unfair i mean maybe the ball has to go back to the 20 yard line but they keep the ball it just that was a 10 point swing you know give credit to the uh eagles for hitting that great field goal uh lynn elliott but but boy that was a big big impact in the game and that rule has never made sense to me Outside of that rule, in the sport of football, if there's one other rule you could change or you could abolish tomorrow, which one would it be? Uh, you know, probably the roughing the passer with the body weight. Like, when you tackle somebody, it's you're going to land on them. Like, that's just physics. So that, that's another rule that just doesn't make any sense to me. Mike Tannenbaum with us. He is our NFL insider, and he joins us here on Ken Levick Alive. Theo, you want to jump in here with Mike? I don't want to leave you uh, silent any longer. No, I appreciate you, man, and I'm excited to do so. I'm, I'm curious because as a Chiefs fan right now, I don't want to switch gears off of that amazing Thursday night football game we got, but uh, <laughs> we, we do. I am questioning um, particularly – with Chris Jones coming back now this week for the game against the Jaguars, just your thoughts as a guy that's a former general manager, how how are those relations? What is it like that first week back? Is it all really like hunky-dory? Is it going to be good? Like, should I be expecting good things Sunday? Or should I kind of like, you know, be tempering my expectations for what's going to happen for Kansas City? Yeah, I think, you know, 20, 25 plays probably makes sense. You know, he's a bigger guy. It's going to take him a couple of weeks. We've seen a ton of soft tissue injuries, which typically happens the first couple of weeks of the season, but look, he's a great player. You know, they'll get him and Travis Kelsey back and I expect Kansas City to get right back to where they were. I feel good. I, uh, I have to imagine based off of our conversation, Mike, on Tuesday, you're a bit surprised that the, uh, the Jets haven't gone out and brought in some sort of name or some sort of heavily experienced veteran to back up Zach Wilson. Yeah, I can't, I'm shocked. Um, you know, they're one hit away from playing Tim Boyle. I mean, <laughs> this is a team that's really good, has a chance to compete. Um, I'm really surprised they haven't done anything yet. And if they believed in Zach Wilson, Aaron Rodgers never would have been there. Nothing more nauseating will be said today than the Jets are one hit away from playing Tim Boyle to Jets fans. Mike Tannenbaum with us here, our <laughs> NFL insider here on Ken Levicka Live. Uh, are you ready yet to, uh, to switch your MVP prediction from Justin Herbert to a tongue of Iowa? Be honest. Yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, give to a ton of credit, but I'll tell you what, here's an amazing statistic. In week one, Tua 
and Aaron Rodgers were hit the same amount of times, three. Aaron Rodgers played four snaps, and wow. you know, two obviously played the whole game. Yeah. And I was really give a ton of credit to the Miami Dolphins offensive line who played without Taron Harmstead and, uh, you know, uh, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, really never sniffed to a, And that, to me, you know, that was a great game. Seven lead changes. Miami, you know, made enough plays at the end and, and deserved to win. But, boy, I was shocked how well they were able to pass protect. Uh, random question for you, Mike. Uh, we found out yesterday that uh, all three of us on the show, this was Jeanette, not Theo, uh, we're all capable of changing tires. Does Mike Tannenbaum know how to change a tire on his automobile? No, not even close. Okay. I mean, I couldn't even pretend to know what to do. So uh, <laughs> I, uh, I have a, a father who's very, very mechanically inclined and did all those things growing up, and I am a great example of how those things skip a generation. <laughs> Uh, didn't exactly get passed down through the bloodline with uh, with the Tannenbaums. Uh, Mike, I, I do want to ask you, just looking ahead this weekend, what are you really keyed in on? What are you fascinated about? Uh, and two-part question, uh, what you're looking forward to most this weekend, and are the Minnesota Vikings bad? Yeah, you know, the Patriot-Dolphin uh, game should be a great game. Really curious to see how... Uh, Belichick tries to defend these, you know, this great Dolphin offense. Um, I think that should be a great chess match. And, you know, Minnesota won um, of their 13 games. I think like 10 or 11 were by one score, and now they're 0 for 2 in one score games this year. And those things do have a tendency of equaling, you know, evening out over time. Uh, Stone, go ahead and jump in here with uh, with Mike T. Mike, driving into work today, I'm listening to Greeny, and you guys kicked off the show with the Jets' backup situation and obviously the Thursday night football game last night. Can you explain it to me like I'm five years old? You guys were talking about Kirk Cousins being in a Jets uniform before the season's even over. How would that work? Yeah, uh, trade deadline's end of October, and if Minnesota's out of it, you know, maybe for a third-round pick, uh, his cap number is very manageable for the Jets to acquire it, and if the Jets are still... Uh, in the thick of things, that could be a trade that you know could be a win-win, you know, for both sides. Uh, Mike, really appreciate the time as always. Hope you have a great weekend. Looking forward to talking next week to recap uh, week two and look forward to week three. But uh, have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. All right. Thanks so much, guys. That is Mike Tannenbaum, our NFL insider here on Ken Levick Alive. Real quick, Stone. Um, that was an emphatic no on the tire change there from Mike Tannenbaum. Uh, our Steve Polizziner, Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, executive within our company, doesn't know how to change a tire. These are high-profile people. These are powerful people that don't know how to change a tire on their car. So that brings me, Stone, to Theo. Theo, do you know how to change a tire on a car? Well, if you had to guess, I want no, to see no, what no, you guys no, no, think. No, 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 yes or no? Yeah, I'd know how to change a tire. Come on. Okay. Well, we predicted that you probably didn't yesterday. Yeah. Why? Why would? Why would? But why would we guess? Uh, he was going to start that stone with a. Uh, if you had. I want to, to guess. know. I want to know you guys' thoughts on it. You guys both said no. You didn't think I could change the tire. Ken didn't I mean, really say yes or no. I was like, you know what? I, Theo probably can't, and we yes, just giggled. Yeah. Stone's the one who took. I, I didn't. I didn't like <laughs> deny that I wasn't on board with Stone. We'll put it that way. Um, Here's the thing: as a dude that rolled around in a hoopty for a while, uh, <laughs> if I didn't know how to change the tire, I was going to be broke. So it was one or the other. <laughs> uh-huh. and, um, and the first uh, time I, I did have a tire issue, I literally looked it up on YouTube. I had a jack in my trunk, and, and I had all the tools. I had the, uh, what do you call it, the wrench joint. And I don't know all the particulars of jack. it, but I, I've but you changed can do my it. tire like at least at least Ken. probably a double-digit amount of times I've changed the tire. Ken, yeah. for, for me, this is more of a conversation about the 1% than it yeah, is Gen I Z. Could, right? not, could not agree more with you. This is you. scary stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah no, yeah. that's part this of is, it. Yeah. yeah, this is not general. <laughs> I don't think this is generational. I think we're talking 1% here. Yeah, that's a great call. That's a very good call. I actually had a car that was so beat up in college. I had had a crack in its coolant tank uh, where I was literally every 30 miles or so stopping to pour bottled water in the coolant tank of the car in order for it to not overheat. So uh, you learn quickly how to uh, keep your car put together when you have no money. Well, All right. I was about to say, it, so you know how to change a tire, right, Snow? Absolutely. But today, if your he car did it yesterday. Did, That's why we brought oh, it up. Did he did it, it yesterday, yeah. yeah. See, but today I don't think I would actually do it. I think I would just call and use the service because it's free. That's fair. Like that, back in college and whatnot, and when I was a first getting into the industry and it happened to me over and over, I would do it. But yeah. nowadays, I'm not getting my hands dirty. Oh, now, you're big time. Yeah. You're, you're too successful and too pretty. Yeah, you're, I'm you're a, a and Steve P. You're a TV celebrity now. I, I am completely on board with you uh, on that. Yeah. All right. 
You're good. Uh, I'm sorry, Ken. Steve didn't even know there was a tire in his car that right, was driving no around it. Wait, yeah, he yeah, didn't, know. No he's didn't like, know. He's like, did you guys buy the tools, like the jack and stuff? He didn't know there was and a I tire was like, in his that car. comes with the, wow. the automobile. Yeah. That's a pr- you know what? I, I love that for him, though. I aspire no. to have that amount of, they say ignorance is bliss. <laughs> he's so far removed from that. That he's just like, yeah, yeah, flip the light switch and it goes on. Like, well, I don't care about what happens inside the damn wall. Speaking of 1%, I asked him what was the thing that he does know how to do to help around the house. And he said, oh, clean the pool filter. <laughs> and he doesn't know how to mow a lawn or has no, not mowed the lawn. He, yeah. he knows how to mow a lawn. Nope. No, I know. So that's what Stone's talking about. It's right like there. vacuuming, but it's, it's, the <laughs> it's, about, it's a, vacuuming, but cutting grass. That's <laughs> actually a good way to – that's actually a really strong way to describe mowing the lawn yeah. uh, and much hotter. All right. Uh, so last night I was uh, at the Canes game, as was Stone. And Stone, I was just too lazy to come up and, uh, and hang for a little bit. I was, it was, it was kind of hot. And Couldn't I come did. up to the club seats. I get it. Yeah, so I wasn't I wasn't going to do that. But Stone and I were both there uh, last night, and it was a uh, it was a blowout. And by the way, Bethune Cookman can somebody in Bethune Cookman, a proud institution with a proud football program, can someone with money please get that football team helmets uh, that were made after two thousand and five? Is that possible? They're wearing the Riddell, just regular what you would have seen at a high school twenty years ago helmets, just the big domes. There's no ridges. There's there's no protection for the head. It's just the big dome helmets. I, I cannot believe I saw a Division One college football game uh, last night with a team that was wearing 2003 high school football helmets. That's sad. It was really, it it is, Bethune-Cookman's better than that. And they didn't bring the band. And I don't know whose fault that is, but that was complete (laughs) nonsense, too. How do you not bring the band up from Daytona? If you're playing an HBCU, I don't care how much money you have to pay. If you're the home team, you pay for them to make the trip. You should. They should have funded that. That should have been part of whatever the check stipend was for that money game. Yeah, the Canes just gave us Bohemian Rhapsody at halftime. I was expecting Bethune to Uh, give us Stone disrespecting the band of the hour. Stone is disrespecting the band of the hour. And you know what? They deserve it. Okay. Uh, so, but, but the reason I bring that up is that I look at my phone uh, and, and Theo, Theo was like, oh, God, uh, tomorrow we need to talk about uh, rules that need to change in sports. And I had not yet seen the Justin Jefferson play. I didn't realize, by the way, Stone, that Al Michaels had no earthly idea what happened on that play. <laughs> so, second quarter, Justin Jefferson catches a ball along the sideline. He's trying to get into the end zone. He has it pop free. It pops through the side of the end zone, and there is the play that everybody hates, the rule that everybody hates in football, the offensive touchback into defense getting the ball at the 20 yard line. Now, I did some research, and by research, I mean Google, and I still could not find this morning the origin or why that rule actually exists. It just sort of is there, and I think that's what makes it as infuriating as it is, is that it doesn't make any sense that it exists, yet there's never been discussion about taking it off the books. We, like, once a year get mad at it, and then we just forget about it. We don't change overtimes like we did when when uh, we were trying to hand the Buffalo Bills a world championship. Uh, we, we always are changing, oh, hit the quarterback. You can't touch him after Tom Brady got his ACL torn up, but that play happens at least once or twice in NFL season and then we get mad and then we just don't bring it up in owners meetings any longer that thing's got to go it's got to happen in a pivotal playoff game honestly like if you think about the plays that actually lead to rule changes it usually either is in a primetime type playoff game with a team that matters or it happens to Tom Brady so like that's what we kind of need to happen I don't know who that guy would be who's the new Tom Brady that you know rule would have to be changed because it would benefit him maybe it's Patrick Mahomes but I think that's going to be the thing that moves the needle. I don't think Eagles, Vikings, Thursday night football is going to make it happen. Yeah, I, I just – it's so bad. It's such a bad rule. And then after that, though, I, I, was, I was thinking, what's another rule that I would just get rid of? If I could do it and tomorrow it's gone, it's off the books, first in football, the uh, ineligible man downfield penalty, I would take that away. And honestly, Whoa. here's my proposal for that, okay? Because I like the big fat guys on the line, Stone. I'm a big fan of the Hawks, okay? And they need a little bit more action than just blocking. These guys, they put their bodies through hell to keep 320, 325, 330. 
They need to be able to be part of the action. I'm tired of, of, of fun and unique pass plays being blown up because a flag is thrown because the big dude is 10 yards down the field. You know what? Uh, make sure you pay attention to the big guy. Don't let him get to the second level. If he gets there, he should earn his flowers for being able to hoof it down the field and keep throwing blocks. And here's another thing. We need a separate clock. Once the ball is snapped, after it hits seven, if the play's still alive, guess who's eligible? All those fat guys. Get them involved. How do you feel about that, Stone? Now, I can get down with the latter part. And also, for every coach out there listening, they're rock hard. Like, they love this because <laughs> you're, 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 oh, yeah? you're, opening, Didn't see that you're opening an entirely new world. What you would get would be guys like Andy Reid, guys like Bill Belichick bending the rules, and you would see tunnel screens being run 10 yards down the field yeah, where, you, where you have a guard and a tackle pulling outside the formation. Oh. Ken, you're opening a brand new hot. playbook. That's yeah. it's, it's almost illegal. There'd be offensive coordinators well, right who would take advantage is. of that. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. That would but, be crazy. Uh, but, I, I, hey, I'm all for the big dudes getting more action. Okay? I'm all for that. At the very least, get rid of an eligible man downfield. Okay? Or illegal touching. Uh, it, we we've gotta we've gotta let these guys we gotta let these guys cook a little bit. I would get rid of that immediately if I already knew that touchback out of the side or back of the end zone on offense was going to be eliminated from the books. You can eliminate one rule in sports tomorrow. Mine is an eligible man downfield. You can eliminate one rule in sports tomorrow. Which one are you getting rid of? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Also, if you're a big fat guy, do you need more action? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and on social media, at KLV1063. You can eliminate one rule in sports tomorrow. Which one are you getting rid of? You can't choose the touchback on offense out of the end zone now. Like, we're, we're collectively is this radio show. We are saying goodbye. We have vetoed it. It is off the books. It is gone forever. What other rule are you eliminating if you could – uh, by tomorrow, just knock it off the books. Doesn't matter the sport. Theo, where where are you going with this? Yeah, if we're if we're changing up away from football, I want to go to America's pastime because, of course, when it comes to Big Teddy, I'm always talking baseball. I'm always talking baseball <laughs> or yeah, hockey. There's one thing I yeah, if yeah. I, there's one thing I associate Theo with, it's baseball oh, and man. hockey. Pull out that stick and let's hit that uh, hardball, man. <laughs> there it is. Uh, give me some Cracker Jacks and, and uh, apple pie, peanuts, uh, and peanuts. Sure. Yeah. Okay, no, but for real. In baseball, and this annoyed me more as a kid because that's back when I actually was paying more attention to baseball than now, even though I get paid technically to pay attention to baseball. Sure. Um, the intentional walk. Let's get rid of it. But also, here's, here's my idea to get rid of it because I know it's a kind of complicated thing to get rid of because you can always still throw four balls. I think, and this would add more runs to the scoreboard, this would add more offense, more electricity in these baseball stadiums who God knows we need more of that. If you throw four balls without throwing a single strike, that runner should be able to start on second base in scoring position. <laughs> Tell wait, me wait, I'm wrong. Repeat that. Repeat that again. I just want to make sure that I, I have you, this correct. Here it is. If you as a pitcher in the Major League Baseball ether uh -huh. throw four balls without throwing a strike, mm. that means that either you threw four balls intentionally because you're afraid of this guy. You're or a big, you suck. Big, scary guy. You're, you're yeah. afraid of that guy at the plate. Or yeah. – or the batter maybe just has a great eye. And I think we should reward the batters with good eyes. Think about a guy like Nolan Shanuel, FAU alum, uh -huh. a guy that, that uh, gets contact on the ball a lot, and he also has a great eye. Mm -hmm. If he's able to take four balls without taking a strike, put that man on second base. You know what? Send it up to Manfred or whoever the hell is the commissioner these That's days. That's him. Stone, I um – I don't hate that at all. Now he, he, he could have just started with an intentional walk. Intentional walk. You start on second. Like see, I but, love it. So here's the thing. The reason why I said it this way is because there's ways to get around a quote unquote intentional walk. Because obviously, when they set up an intentional walk these days, the catcher walks off to the side. They throw four balls. Well, not anymore. You can just call. You can. Yeah. It's even oh, you lamer now. You don't even have to risk a potential wild pitch, which was always a nice Haley's comet yeah. uh, rare event. Now you can just tell the umpire, "Hey, we want to walk this that guy." The ump says. All right, go to first. That's so cowardice. I hate that. But that's the thing. If you're going to walk a guy intentionally, a guy that we as fans want to see hit, because usually you're doing it to the stars of the sport if you're intentionally walking a guy. If you're walking Barry Bonds in his prime, you got to put him on second base then. Let's, let's make this thing interesting. 
just like so, some of those overtime rules. So here's my question for you, though. We gotta we have some hurdles, some landmines, if you will, here. Yeah. Okay, talk to me. What if uh, the, a guy hit a double? Uh, the the hitter before yeah and there's already a man on second what are we doing is he that guy goes in third, third. Yeah. all right what if um all right so if so the bases are loaded if or the ba- if, yeah or if there's runners on second and third I like this because it eliminates intentionally walking someone to set up a double play exactly. if you have runners on second and third with less than two outs you should be punished for that you can't just load the bases to try and set up a double play I think that uh, that's good so let so runners on second and third first is open you can't intentionally walk the hitter because everybody automatically advances a base um, after an intentional walk, even if first base is open, and so you're giving up a run in that spot. This is my thing. I'm not a baseball genius, but But I'm a guy that has foresight. You know what I'm saying? I have a lot of creativity and juices in my brain, and I just want to get this right up the ladder. So I'll hit some people up, and uh, we'll see if we can get that thing changed. Well done. Stone, um, I've got to be honest here. I I did not see this type of of intellectual wizardry coming from Theo when it comes to baseball. One, I love getting rid of the intentional walk. Two, I think we collectively talked it out and came up with a superb, fair solution to any of the pratfalls rules-wise that would be exhibited by eliminating the intentional walk. I think we've done something important for the sport of baseball here today. Now, Ken, let me be honest with you now. I don't think this is an original Theo Dorsey take. I promise it is. I, you think I, he I, stole it? I think he stole it. It sounds too good. No, it's like, <laughs> it sounds it's too, too good. <laughs> it's too rational for yeah. somebody that never watches baseball. <laughs> That's what allows me. You sometimes you need an outsider. Sometimes you need a guy who isn't just so enamored with the integrity of the game and the history and the tradition. You need an outside yeah. brain to come in to make things work. That's what I am. And you're welcome, baseball. That is really, really impressive, Theo. You can eliminate one rule in sports tomorrow. Which one are you getting rid of? Me? I don't want to see an eligible man downfield anymore. Let's get the big grunts on the O-line involved in the offense like God intended, okay? You don't see any ineligible men downfield in rugby, do you? No. You're big. You're burly. You have that ball. You blow people up, all right? Let's make sure that American football is just as tough as rugby, all right? I'm not having this sport usurped here in the great United States of America. Get the big dudes going. Theo says eliminate the intentional walk and we just came up with a new landscape of rules that would allow baseball to thrive i've never been more proud of this radio show and i'm way more prouder of this show right now because at this time yesterday we were talking about if et had a thick ass so i'm telling Which you he does we have he absolutely yeah. does we have Wagon. made a lot of progress in 24 hours you can eliminate one rule in sports tomorrow which one are you getting rid of 888-760-3776 social media at klv 106.3. That's 888-760-3776. I have to imagine Stones is football related. Definitely football related. I'm going to keep this one plain and simple. Why does taunting exist? I, I mean, it, 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 let's, just, let's just get uh-huh. down to it. Why does taunting exist? At, at what point? Who in the competition committee said, hey guys, I don't want guys celebrating and, and rubbing it in other players' faces. It's mean. I, like, I got to wonder what age, what gender. Like, who came up with this rule? I want orchestrated team celebrations. Bring them back. Yes. The game is fun. I'm a content-driven guy. Taunting is the lamest rule in all of sports. Uh, so you realize, though, you know why the NFL instituted it is because they were trying to set an example for the youth of tomorrow. That's I think the that whole reason that it was, it was, it was born. It's probably the, 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 the last explanation I want to hear. Uh, because there are youth teams celebrating touchdowns more than the NFL this day and age. So so I hate it. I don't care if that's the reason. I think it sucks. But, all right, I'm all for taunting. I'm all for verbal eviscerations yeah. on the field. I One of your best stories is uh, your playoff season at Southern Illinois. You're the starting quarterback. And you guys, who did you beat at home? It was your second top 10 team of the year at the FCS level. We beat North Dakota State. You beat North Dakota State. And uh, you said uh, you you had gone big game fishing and you just caught another one and it's going on the wall. That's right. That's what you said. And then you went to where? South Dakota State or North Dakota State? South Dakota State. South Dakota State, uh, a game where you... You threw 9,000 interceptions, mm-hmm. and uh, you were benched at halftime. Yep. And 
all of those South Dakota State players were taunting you mercilessly every time you got sacked. Every time or I got threw a pick. Every time I got sacked or threw a pick, they would reel in a fishing rod mm. because <laughs> they were they were the big fish that I was supposedly uh, going to catch. Right. And, and what did I do? I loved it. I dapped him up, gave him a little spanking on the behind. And I was like, right. good stuff, and then right. went to my sideline. I didn't give a damn. Now, one thing we can't turn this into though is like a flash mob. I'm all for taunting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all for coordinated celebrations, all of that. But if we're going to get all 53 guys on the sidelines suddenly (laughs) dancing to Janet Jackson, count me out on that. We need to draw a line somewhere. Ashley's favorite play from last weekend of football, which which, um, she watched uh, sparingly as I was watching, was when I forget who scored the touchdown for the Dolphins. But there was, a, I think it might have been the most. It was Raheem Moster when they went surfing yes, afterwards. She absolutely loved it. She rewinded it like five times. She was locked in. She was like imitating it. Like these things, as much as people are afraid that taunting and celebrations can taint the youth and, oh my God, bad role models, these things are electric. They're fun. And also they suck in the casual viewer like my fiance Ashley. So, yes, I love the celebrations. I love the taunting. It's one of the best parts of sports. You can eliminate one rule in sports tomorrow. Which one are you getting rid of? 888-760-3776. I'm getting rid of an eligible man downfield. I want to get the big dudes involved. Theo, he says, get rid of that intentional walk in baseball. And uh, Stone hates the taunting rule. He would eliminate it tomorrow and open up a world of chaos on football fields across America. You can eliminate one rule in sports tomorrow. Which one are you getting rid of? 888 888- 760 Social media open on this Friday at KLV 106.3. That's 888-760-3776. You know what? We mentioned Raheem Mostert. Stone, could you give me a little bit of Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium if possible? Hut! Green! Hut! Hut! Oh, no. There's a man down. Raheem Mostert did not practice Wednesday with a knee. Yesterday, Raheem Mostert back at practice. Dolphins running back, and he is a full go, 100% to play against the Patriots on Sunday night. Said it was the coaches telling him, hey, take the day off Wednesday. They needed a reason uh, for why he didn't practice. They slapped a knee on there. Mostert says he is good. He is ready to go. That is great news for the Dolphins. That is your Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Here's your tale of the tape on this Friday. Me, Ken Levicka, I'm on the sixth floor of FAU Stadium. I'm preparing to travel with FAU football to Clemson for tomorrow night's game, but I am making the sacrifice to make sure I'm on the show for all of our listening pleasure today. Uh, Theo and Stone in the end, John Levine Action and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers right off of the Intracoastal. There, we have that set aside. We have a lot to do. You can eliminate one rule in sports tomorrow. Which one are you getting rid of? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media, it is full. We'll get to it when we come back at KLV 106.3. He is Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFL Xbox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. My name is Ken LaVica, and I'm here to tell you that Avenged Sevenfold rules so hard. And good thing for you, Avenged Sevenfold is at, I think, Financial Amphitheater tomorrow at 630. Get your tickets at I Think Financial Amphitheater, Avenge Sevenfold, one of the greatest metal bands of the last 20 years. Fight me on it. I don't care. It's at I Think Financial Amphitheater. So go check them out. I Think Financial Amphitheater in West Palm. The best concerts coming 
through I Think Financial Amphitheater. Speaking of I Think Financial, they've been chosen as the best credit union in the the 2023 Best of the Best Treasure Coast Community Choice Awards. They're dedicating September to their members. They invite you to join them as they celebrate member appreciation days on select days this month with complimentary Chick-fil-A lunch and a prize giveaway at all branches. One lucky person wins $50 at each event. Not a member thinking of joining? Stop by your local branch or visit IThinkFI.org to see how I Think Financial can start saving you money. I Think Financial wouldn't be who they are without their members. Visit IThinkFI.org for locations and member appreciation dates. I Think Financial tomorrow, 6.30. It is a religious experience. Trust me, I know. Avenge Sevenfold at I Think Financial Amphitheater tomorrow. All right. Uh, we've been talking about rule changes in sports. What we would, if we could get rid of one rule by tomorrow, what would it be? All of this off of Justin Jefferson. That really did, Theo, change the game last night. And I'm not saying the Vikings would have won, but I think perhaps it would have been more competitive if Justin Jefferson did not fumble out of the side of the end zone. And the ball was not given to the Eagles in the second quarter with a 10-7 lead at the 20-yard line. Uh, Perhaps we would have seen a better game than the usual dreck that we get on Thursday night on Amazon Prime. Yeah, and it definitely it would have changed the way that the Eagles were able to just run the ball and run the ball in the second half. Like maybe they would have been forced to throw it more and try to Brian Flores defense. Like I would have been interested to see how that would have went. But at the end of the day, we really don't think much of this Vikings team still, right? Like I think the Eagles no. still come out on top. Uh, I'm starting to trend towards bad with the uh, Minnesota Vikings. And by the way, man, what an impact Brian Flores has made on that Vikings defense with a home loss to the Bucks, and then Jalen Hurts uh, tearing him apart in uh, in week two. There you go, Coach Flo. Uh, I say if I can eliminate one rule in sports that is not the offensive touchback rule, let the big guys get some love on offense. Let's get rid of an eligible man downfield. Let's l- open up the playbook. You want rough, you want tumble, you want physical, you want violence. We turn this sport more into rugby than it's ever been before. Take, take, the, uh, t- take the restraints off of the big men and let them rumble, all right? Theo says get rid of the intentional walk, and I actually think Theo is realistically onto something that if we presented it to fans at an owner's meeting tomorrow, it may very well be instituted. Get rid of the intentional walk, and we start seeing punishments for for pitch walks as well. Oh, I love that one. And Stone says taunt away. No more taunting rule. It's terrible. You know what? We don't need to set examples for kids. How about you just parent your kid? They shouldn't be raised off of what they see on the football field. Get rid of taunting. You can eliminate one rule in sports tomorrow. Which one are you getting rid of? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Chris messages in. The reason taunting isn't allowed is grown men will fight you. So the NFL would have 15 <laughs> fights a game, period. You can't say ejection should curtail them. It won't. Now, what about significant fines, Stone? Yeah, I mean, that. I I think fines is the way to go about it. I don't think these players are going to fight because they don't want to get thrown out of the game. They don't want to lose any of their money. They don't want to cost their team. Come on, they'll be smart. These are grown-ass men. Yeah, come on. Uh, Also, I was going to say, I think as long as it's not, I think the NBA kind of got it right. You think about the Dikembe Mutombo taunt, right, like where he does the finger wag in a guy's face. Well, they changed it to where you could do that towards the crowd and not towards players on the opposing team. I think if you just lift the restraints of what you can actually do with taunting, that's fine, but maybe not getting in a guy's face. Like, we're not going to have a bunch of fights on Sundays. These dudes are millionaires now. Uh, Chris also uh, additionally says get rid of intentional grounding when a quarterback throws the ball through the back of the end zone or in the stands when he's out of the pocket. We all know that's intentional. Just get rid of it altogether. Now, I would say make intentional grounding more stringent. Uh, I think that we're way too lax with intentional grounding. When you can simply just roll out of the pocket and uh, live to to play another play, as they say, I think that's lame. Uh, it's gotten to a point where you can, as long as you're outside the tackle box, you can throw it 17 yards into the seats. I think that should be intentional grounding. Or if you're in trouble and you just throw it at the feet of your running back who's standing near the line of scrimmage, I think that should be intentional grounding. I say let's really clamp this thing down and let the defense have some of their life back. 
Yeah. Thank you, Stone. Get, get on him. Get on him. You want it again? Because you're a quarterback. Yeah. You quarterbacks are so soft because you have had every rule over the last 15 years catered to you to protect you to not even – I will say this, quarterbacks, quarterbacks now, their position just as physical as the kicker. That's uh, what they're. That's what we're trending towards. Did, that's did what we're not, trending towards. Did you not see Josh Allen on on Sunday night? Well, Josh Allen <laughs> or Monday he, night. He openly sits there now, Josh Allen, with a sign that reads "Hit me in the ribs." That's a little bit different. It's turnover mountain right there, man, and he's just out there living life, playing rugby. You just said you want more physical action down the field. Josh Allen's giving it to you from the quarterback position, man. Get to do some respect. Can a football game without intentional grounding would be chaos? Or if there were stricter rules on intentional grounding, it would uh, it would turn into madness. You guys, I mean, it, again, it's spoken like a true quarterback. You guys, you guys have gotten so soft. What would Johnny Unitas say? That's my question. Oh my Johnny God. Unitas would say, "Reward me. I'll reward myself with throwing it in the vicinity of a receiver. I don't need this gutless throw it into the stands as." souvenir not not that that's gen z stuff right there. no it's not that's gross he also Absolutely threw like gross. he threw more interceptions than, than josh allen like him and and uh joe namen shout out to palm beach i Giants. think all quarterbacks should have a have a crew cut and wear those <laughs> high top spikes and throw balls in the vicinity of the receiver every single time that's football damn it joe is in jupiter on ken levick alive hi joe Hello, guys. So first, let me start by saying I, I do have, before I give you my opinion, I do have full respect for the talent of Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to be a great quarterback, and this is not based on my hatred for the Eagles. Let me get that out there first. But then I'm going to tell you what's driving This is not a rule that I think they should get rid of. I think it's a rule they need to imply. Whatever that rugby play is they do where they got like a yard to go, Yeah. that should not that should have given him killed. Pushing the ball carrier? The tush push. Yeah, yeah, tush pushing. Yeah. It's a rugby play. And I've heard this morning, out of 37 tries, it's, it's been successful like 36 yeah. in the past two or three years. I don't think that should be allowed because it's going to get the quarterback eventually hurt because the only way to stop that is for a linebacker to fly over the top from five yards back and just plant his ass, his butt right into the face mask of the quarterback. There's no way to stop it. You can't stop it. So I, don't, I think that rule should be implied. That's not allowed. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, no, and I think that they – I think we're seeing the NFL start to act on that a little bit. They did – they have uh, tried Stone, right, to get rid of of that particular play because of that team. Yeah, they're trying to figure it out. I remember it went through uh, like a two-week stint last year where they were trying to ban it. I don't know what the result has been, but it is – (laughs) <laughs> a little unfair. They, they will eventually – it will eventually be a 10-yard penalty um, uh, if you pull or push the ball carry. I, 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 think, I think – You already it, can't pull them, right? You have you to can't, push. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can't pull them. You have to push, and I think that's going to disappear too. I, I think one of the, the small ways that they're going to try to start phasing it out is – so you see these running backs line up in what's called a sniffer position where you're like a yard back of the guard, and I think that you're going to start saying that running backs can't be within three yards of the quarterback, and it's going to – prevent these guys from just like I said being basically under center at running back and then just pushing the quarterback so I think they'll make them start a little deeper back here's one one thing I would say if if you're an Eagles person and you're a fan of the Eagles and you want to keep this play in the game Shane Steichen who was their coordinator last year and is the head coach over uh, with the Indianapolis Colts Mm -hmm. he tried this same play with the Colts in week one with Anthony Richardson and it didn't work so, I mean, there is some element of skill because the Eagles' offensive line is that dominant because Jalen Hurts can uh, squat a, a Mack truck that comes with the Eagles being able to execute that play. If it was easy to do for everybody, then more quarterbacks might be doing it. So that's the only pushback I would give on the other side. But as a guy that was fearing it last Super Bowl, I would like to see that get litigated out. Yeah. All I'm saying is more rugby the better. Why? What's what's your fascination with rugby today? Because that's what real men play. It's a man's sport. Yeah, damn right it so is. So you both are meatheads on, on rugby. I mean, I love the tush push personally. It's just meat on meat. It's just grown men going after That's how I had my second kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah just meat on meat action. I mean, there's nothing uh, wrong with it. Uh, and, and you're just tushing pushes or that's pushing right. tushes, whatever hey, uh, it is. And, and, and real men push tush. Mm-hmm. And score. <laughs> 
I think financial has been chosen as the best credit union in 2023. You know what? I already did that. I already did that, Stone. I already did I think financial, right? <laughs> you definitely uh, did. Uh, it's hot outside, Ken. It's woo, hot outside. And we had to stand outside for a mariachi band this morning. It was it's lit. the 10th anniversary of Deporte 760 AM, yeah. but it's a little hot out there. It is. It is. It is. That's why you should join Tullamore Dew and ESPN West Palm t- tomorrow. It's tomorrow. September 16th. Roxy's Pub in West Palm for all your college football action. Come watch your favorite game from 7 to 9 p.m. We'll sip it on some Tullamore Dew drink specials while you're there. You can also register to win some awesome prizes, including a pair of University of Miami football tickets and a branded Tullamore Dew cooler. Tullamore Dew, the original triple blend Irish whiskey, must be 21 plus. That's Tullamore Dew, ESPN West Palm, Roxy's tomorrow, college football action. You can eliminate one rule in sports tomorrow. Which one are you getting rid of? And I mean, Stone, do you take in rugby? Do you watch rugby on a regular basis or at least try to catch it occasionally? I definitely don't. I do follow yeah. the the AFL uh, Twitter account. Yeah, or, or, hell yeah. And, and so I catch some of the clips. I'm a fan. I like, I repost, but do I watch live? No. Theo, I think that you should uh, go down a rabbit hole of rugby. To be quite honest, I've, I've, it's not that I haven't seen it, and it's—I I love the jerseys, by the way, rugby jerseys, oh, yeah. rugby shirts. Yeah, I'm all in on that. But just, I, you know, throw some pads on me. I'm not one of those type of guys. I'm not manly enough to be out there hitting and risking my life and my uh, health uh, for the love of the game. Just, you know, give me pads in my sports. Uh, you can abolish. <laughs> Only one single rule in sports tomorrow. What is it? You can abolish only one single rule in sports tomorrow. What is it? I say let offensive linemen block down the field, and after a certain amount of time, they can catch passes. Let the big men go free. No intentional walk anymore, says Theo Dorsey, and Stone says taunt away. The taunting rules are garbage. You can abolish only one single rule in sports tomorrow. What is it? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV. 1063 Casey messages in get rid of a legal man downfield as long as he doesn't catch a pass who gives a bleep uh I mean Stone you're saying that would open up the playbook oh Let my these, god these big meaty bodies go down and just start throwing bodies around yeah you'd start seeing like manufactured hook and ladders you'd have a quarterback take a three-step drop throw like a 10-yard curl route and then the tackle would blow up the corner. Mm. And it would be, you know, there's so many intricate things that offensive coordinators can come up with nowadays. And if you were able to have linemen downfield, this is just endless possibilities. Steve messages abolish defensive pass interference on any play where the offensive target decelerates to make contact with the defensive Ooh, player. That's love a that. judgment. That's a judgment call. Yeah, thing, you definitely like, can't make tough. that call, but I love the idea. Yeah. I think I love the idea of it too, and it's the same concept of someone purposely throwing on the brakes so you run into the back of them when you're driving. Like it, oh, it's the same thing. Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about like in a car. Oh, but I thought you meant also in basketball, like so Chris I. Paul move. Or you, oh, oh, yeah, Chris yeah. Paul puts his ass into yeah. someone else's groin. Yeah, I hate Which that. Which they kind of tried to litigate out. They've the tried NBA. to. Yeah. They've tried to. Um, I do think, though, yes, it's a judgment call, but just because it's a judgment call doesn't mean that it sh- – I mean, holding is a judgment call. Any pass interference is a judgment call. If you think the offensive player slowed up to make contact, I think you th- you get get, get, get get rid of punishing the defensive player there. Well, well, what I'll say is, when I say it's a judgment call, it's like, for referees right now today, if they think that the offensive player is the one that caused the contact by decelerating, then they wouldn't throw the flag, you know? Like, I think that it's already a, a rule that's in the books. Maybe it's more of a point of emphasis thing for officials maybe ahead of a season versus a rule change. Uh, Charlotte messages, targeting in college football sucks. It doesn't suck, but the fact that there's – Every officiating crew has a different definition for what it is. That's what sucks about it. Yeah. And now you have the guys in, in the booth next to you, Ken, whose job is to sit there and, and look for targeting. And that's like the only thing that they're paid to do up there in the booth next to you. And they're just a little – they feel a little too important sometimes trying to stop <laughs> games and get in the ref's ears. I, I, I agree with whoever uh, – I think it was Charlotte. I agree with it's you. A, yeah. I think it's important. You got. I mean, it is important, yes. But, again, it, it needs to be applied consistently, and it's not. Yeah. That's one of those things, again, a judgment call thing. They need to clean it up, have it more consistent. But, yeah, I think the rule is good. The rule is good. Uh, and then Leon messages in college football's version of defensive pass interference, 15 yards, make it the NFL's version, spot of the foul. I don't, I don't know. know. 
I, I, I hate in the NFL when you get rewarded for throwing a 50-yard aimless pass and just because the defender gets a little mm-hmm. bit physical, then it's a 50-yard completion. I actually I don't like that. That's Derek Carr special, man. I it can't is. wait to see more of it in New Orleans. <laughs> it is the Derek Carr special. We yeah. even saw it Sunday against the Titans. Yeah, I, I actually like college's version, to be honest. I think it's more fair. I mean, but if you were to implement that in the NFL, you're just going to have – Corners getting beaten, just tugging jerseys immediately, eight, nine yards, ten yards down the field. So they're going to take advantage of it and ruin it. I think that's why you had to punish them. I guess. Uh, but I, you could say that about any exploitation of a rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm just trying to bring defense back. You want to know why? Because I'm all about tough guys like rugby. Uh, you can eliminate one rule in sports tomorrow. Which one are you getting rid of? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And we will crown a winner of the worst judgment of the week when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Good vibes only. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. You're damn right. Actually, you want to hear some good vibes. The definition of good vibes. This is Tua. Two of this week, when uh, when asked, I believe it was Hal Habib of the Palm Beach Post who asked Tua if he thought people still had questions about him and his ability to throw the deep ball. Listen to spicy, spicy Tua tongue of Iowa. You think that anyone is still saying you can't throw deep? I don't care. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't care. <laughs> Four sixty-six is. That's what 466 is if I can't throw deep. I mean, Stone, that's vibes. I mean, that's good vibes. Hold on. Give me two seconds. How about this? Good vibes only. good stuff from Tua right Uh, there. We need more of this from him on the weekly basis. It is awesome to see that dude just so super confident, man. I'd be confident, too, if I was a quarterback who had Tyreek Hill uh, at my disposal. Or a quarterback that was 1-0. You know what I mean? Damn right, especially mm-hmm. uh, especially uh, when uh, especially when you're in the AFC, right? And you're compa- the guy you beat, the guy you outdueled. You're compared to constantly mm. because of your proximity uh, in the draft. That's just he deserves all this, all this. He deserves a big season. He deserves a ring. He deserves the Lombardi Trophy. Uh, that's all I'm saying. You know what okay. we mean? You know what we mean, Theo? I, I'm, I'm clueless of what you guys are talking <laughs> oh. about right now. That's uh, okay. Hey, uh, Stone, do you remember uh, what are the what are the Chiefs right now? No one. Oh one. Oh and one. Man, I love it's it's weird because Oh and one in February Dolphins fans are so quiet. It's still you can hear a mouse squeak in February, but they're loud as hell in September. Also Stone, um uh what's what's Aaron Rodgers' record right now? Um we don't speak about Aaron Rodgers until we hear him talk on Pat McAfee today. Um that hasn't happened yet. So uh, By the I way, won't be answering any questions on that technically topic. Technically one and one. One and oh. Yeah. I did find it, <laughs> he is. it is uproariously <laughs> funny. He took a photo of himself, uh posted it to Instagram after his uh, Achilles surgery yesterday, and guess what's on his face? A mask. Thought that was kind of funny and ironic. I don't know. But I digress. I didn't even notice. I did uh-huh. not peep that either. Mm-hmm. Spe- uh, can we name a worst judgment of the week winner? Uh, I want to. Uh, I want to start with Jay Norvell, Colorado State head coach. Uh, he was on his coach's show on Wednesday night, uh, and and he. He, for some reason, and Jay Norvell, by the way, no relation to Mike, the Florida State head coach, and especially now Mike's going to make sure everybody knows there's no relation to Jay Norvell. But Jay Norvell, Colorado State head coach in advance of their big Colorado showdown, their matchup with the Buffaloes, college game day is there. Jay Norvell versus Deion Sanders tomorrow, and Jay Norvell said the following about Deion Sanders. I sat down with ESPN today, and I don't care if they hear it in Boulder. I told them I took my hat off, and I took my glasses off, and I said, when I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. Did they start clapping? They did. They did. And then, a man who's not known for bad judgment, so uncharacteristic of him, O.J. Simpson, was on the It Is What It Is podcast, and here, here is his, his impressions, his reaction to the Aaron Rodgers injury. 
the Jets are still going to be good. They got that defense, and that kid learned a lot from Aaron. Unfortunately, uh, 9-11 is just a bad date for New York, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, God. So let's just go through it one more time. Your first entry in the Bad Judgment of the Week Award, Jay Norvell, Colorado State head coach, targeting Colorado headman Deion Sanders. And I sat down with ESPN today, and I don't care if they hear it in Boulder. I told them I took my hat off and I took my glasses off, and I said, when I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught O.J. Simpson, It Is What It Is podcast. Good. They got that defense, and that kid learned a lot from Aaron. Unfortunately, uh, 9-11 is just a bad date for New York, you know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. By the way, what's worse about that OJ thing? Uh, The comment about 9-11 is just a bad day for New York or the uproarious fake laughter in response to it? (laughs) (laughs) I think that was genuine nervous laughter out of Cameron and Mace. Um, I also think... It was, the, what's worse about the whole situation is the fact that they had O.J. Simpson on us. That's as true. Guess. That's actually bad judgment before we get to the comment where we're uh, deliberating the bad judgment. That's a great call, Theo. Because the show itself, I mean, they laugh after pretty much every single story or interview question or everything. They're just they're clowns. They're joking. They're <laughs> um, and, and, yeah, having O.J. Simpson on there, definitely the, the guy that has nothing to lose, uh, bad call, bad judgment. So let's vote here. Uh, we can expand the Bad Judgment uh, Award this week. Who are you giving your vote to in the Bad Judgment of the Week Award? Jay Norvell, Colorado State head coach. O.J. Simpson, equating Aaron Rodgers' injury to why 9-11 is a bad day for the city of New York. <laughs> These chuckle clowns for laughing at O.J. Simpson's comment or the Is What It Is podcast for booking O.J. Simpson. Let's go around the horn. Theo, where is your vote going? It's still Jay Norville. I mean, why are you waking the, bait, the beast in Colorado uh, when you coach a team that is now, what, a three, four touchdown uh, dog? I, I think that's a stupid decision. And he's not the one that's got to go out on the field and take the beat. So it's Jay Norville. Uh, Stone, where is your vote going in the worst judgment of the week award? Considering I laid a hefty bet, after I heard Jay Norvell say this, and this clip surface on social media on the minus 23 and a half Colorado, like, this one's the easy choice here. Come on, Jay. All right, we'll make it unanimous. Can I hear the chuckle clowns again one more time from the Is What It Is podcast? Bark, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jay Norvell does, though, make it a clean sweep. He is the winner of the Worst Judgment of the Week Award. Now, Congratulations, Jay. Um, uh, I have a theory on why Jay Norvell said that that I will uh, explain when we come back. Uh, And don't forget, later in the show, Theo Dorsey makes your fantasy, your football fantasies come true. I got all hot and bothered. Your football fantasies come true. Damn right. There we go. So that's later on in the show. I'm at FAU. I'm going to Clemson today with FAU football. Theo and Stone are in West Palm, and we are hanging out with you, the loyal listener, on a Friday. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.